Welcome to Let's Talk Family Law, your source for how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. This podcast series is created and produced by Weber Gallagher. Visit us at wglaw.com. This program should not be considered legal advice. Please consult our attorneys for your specific situation. And now, here are our hosts. Hello, this is John Zerzola, and I am a family law attorney and partner at Weber Gallagher. Um, we practice uh, all aspects of family law in the five-county Philadelphia area and New Jersey. Those types of things include divorce, child custody, domestic violence, alimony, prenuptial agreements, adoptions, really the whole gamut of family law is um, what our attorneys practice in the five-county Philadelphia area and New Jersey. Today, I'm going to highlight a really actually important topic that uh, seems to be changing every day. Some of the rules change every day, and it's with respect to child custody cases and the quarantines, the lockdowns, really how the uh, COVID-19 crisis has uh, made co-parenting and living in a blended family uh, challenging in 2020, and really specifically how that impacts your custody case that you either have pending or that you are uh, contemplating bringing. Um, We're gonna find out in this uh, next few minutes how the COVID-19 crisis really has brought about a bunch of unique um, issues to families that are co-parenting or living in blended families that are really non-traditional of the disputes that we see in, frankly, for lack of a better uh, expression, a normal world. Hasn't been too normal over the past eight or nine months. So those are the kind of things we're going to talk about today. I think I should start with a brief uh, recitation of sort of how did a custody case go uh, prior to COVID-19? What were the norms? Um, And anybody that's involved in custody uh, litigation or thinking about it, this might sound familiar to you. Um, Generally, um, a custody case would develop when two parties um, that were either married or not married uh, were splitting up or ending their relationship, and then custody uh, questions arose with respect to who was going to parent the child, who was going to have the child, who was going to have primary legal custody or shared legal custody, um, physical custody of the children. And this is the thing that people would go to attorneys and seek Uh, advice for and oftentimes have to commence a case in the courts when people just couldn't agree or the police couldn't help. Well, one of the big differences between we're finding then and now over the past few months since the courts have opened up is that traditionally custody cases took a really long time to move through the courts. Um, If you were were going to see a lawyer and that lawyer was going to file a complaint for child custody for you, there was a whole series of procedures you would have to go through and sometimes, and you still do, but um, you would have to go through, which really affected the timeline of the custody case. So anybody that's been involved in a custody case, say in Philadelphia County or Norristown in Montgomery County, I mean, these things took months to years to sort themselves out. Things would be scheduled for months and months later. Um, If you went to a first conference, 
because that's how these cases normally work. You go to a conference and then you go to a, a little bit higher of a level, a master. Um, and then if that case did not settle or an agreement couldn't be worked out, you would then proceed to a judge. These things took a long time in the pre-COVID world. Um, they're not exactly not complex now. However, we're finding that in some of the counties, the cases are proceeding on a different track. For instance, in Norristown, uh, where we do a lot of our custody litigation, sometimes very complex custody litigation, we're finding that because the court has made it a priority to prioritize uh, family law cases and put more judges on the bench hearing these things, custody cases are moving rather quickly. And that has its positives and negatives, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Philadelphia um, is a different sort because Philadelphia was closed for a really long time. And really, Philadelphia is now just gearing up to have these types of proceedings again. In a few minutes, we're going to talk about some of the uh, orders that have been issued by the Governor Wolf and also some of the local orders like in Philadelphia that might see us sort of retreating back to a time a few months ago where things weren't moving that fast, maybe because of court closures. But essentially at this time, the custody cases are uh, proceeding on uh, a track where you can at least have your matter heard. Um, we're finding out in, in some counties, like for instance, in Chester County, Pennsylvania, uh, just yesterday, and we're in mid-November right now, just yesterday, the court issued a, an order barring anybody having to do with your case other than the two litigants from appearing in court. So this has some practitioners, some family law attorneys scratching their heads in terms of well, what if I have a psychologist or what if I have you know, a witness to a domestic violence case? What if I have an accountant and it's a complex case involving money or something like that, child support or divorce? What does that mean ongoing? I think a lot of us are trying to sort through that and figure that out right now. Generally, though, family court cases and custody cases especially are proceeding virtually. There are virtual hearings through Zoom or Ring Central or some of the many different um, video conferencing software that is available out there. In Chester County, for instance, um, the hearings are mostly live at this time, um, albeit uh, they've been sort of retrenching a little bit on that because of the spike in the number of COVID cases. And of course, I just mentioned we got that latest update yesterday about how they're going to restrict people from participating in these custody cases. Um, so basically, uh, the cases are moving rather quickly right now if they're allowed to be held virtually and if uh, resources have been put towards trying to clear custody case dockets, or possibly dealing with the different emergencies that are unique to COVID-19, which I'm going to talk about now. So actually, in terms of custody cases and COVID-19, we've found some unique situations that are popping up that are having to do with stay at home and or lockdown orders. So I guess the first question is, uh, do stay at home or lockdown orders affect my custody order 
or will they affect my custody case that I'm planning on bringing? I think it could be argued either way. For instance, if you have a custody order um, and you're contemplating going to court to try to change that order, the letter of the order certainly would still apply, which is to say that nothing changes the substance of your custody order, the time in which you're supposed to have the child, legal custody issues, things like religion, education, scheduling, things like that don't change because of COVID. But what we're seeing is we're seeing a spike in the number of disputes involving COVID-related aspects of co-parenting. And what do I mean by that? Well, um, there are questions these days involving exposure to the virus. So for instance, we have a family, a blended family, where they're sharing custody of children. And the precautions that may be taken in one household might be to the letter of the law, um, the letter of the CDC guidelines, whereas the precautions being taken in the other household just aren't that up to, uh, up to snuff. They're not uh, being followed correctly. Different attitudes, different parenting styles. The question becomes, is that a reason to seek court relief for your custody order? For instance, can you articulate a case where the child may indeed be in danger by going to the other person's house in order to exercise their custody? In our firm, we have had those cases since March when the custody or the COVID um, outbreak has occurred. And we have seen those cases brought on emergency custody postures and we have seen those cases through to resolution. So back to the question of does a stay-at-home or a lockdown order uh, affect my custody case, I would argue yes, em emphatically yes, because the, the circumstances with respect to the parenting in this world where we're dealing with COVID-19 are changing the substance of what it means to parent effectively um, in a custody order. One of the other issues that we have seen, and which is especially relevant now in mid-November 2020, when uh, Governor Wolf uh, and Philadelphia have just heightened um, and issued new orders with respect to mask wearing, travel restrictions, and testing um, requirements. For instance, on uh, November 20th, which is actually the date that I'm recording this podcast, the governor just put, or the, the um, Pennsylvania Department of Health, I apologize, um, issued an order that mandates that a 14-day quarantine period be observed after traveling outside Pennsylvania. Um, now, that, that's a huge requirement. Um, if you read it in a vacuum, there are some exceptions to that requirement, which um, by, I guess, common sense might dictate that a person who just happens to leave the state for a period does not have to uh, quarantine themselves for 14 days. Um, in the order, it does exempt things like traveling for work or incidental travel where you don't get out of your car, things like that. Does that mean that can't be the subject of a custody case? No, certainly not. If a parent has concerns about the other parent's travel to and from 
another state in the context of the governor's new regulation, then that's something that should probably be reviewed with your attorney. Um, however, uh, the order and the custody uh, stipulation you may be involved in, and anybody that's been a party to one knows that it doesn't cover every circumstance. So just because it says you can travel to and from state for work, does that mean you can stay out of state for three days, for instance? Or if you travel regularly for work, does that mean that your case, to the extent that you have a problem with the other person's parenting, or you fear exposure to the virus for your children, is not something that shouldn't be reviewed for, by a court? And I would say that uh, the answer is yes to that. These orders are not, you know, one, they're one-size-fits-all orders, but they don't really address every possible situation. Philadelphia, for instance, has gone even further than the state of Pennsylvania, where they are mandating that all indoor gatherings or events involving people from more than one household are prohibited. Well, we're on the verge of, you know, having Thanksgiving right now. Um, and indeed, you know, people come over your house. There's Sunday dinners. There's birthday parties. doesn't really matter uh, what month it is. Um, the question is, is, are those things really permitted under your custody order? Are those the kind of things that you um, can have a legitimate dispute about and a court might look at? And we would argue yes. So back to the proposition again of how these do, number one, do these stay at home and lockdown orders affect your custody case? The answer is clearly yes. And it would depend on the uh, particular person's um, case um, and the manner in which it's presenting itself, the reasonableness of each person's position uh, with respect to how they're managing their uh, children in light of COVID-19. Um, that's about all I have on this topic at this time. Um, things are changing daily. Um, I believe there's no one-size-fits-all rule that can apply to um, the management of COVID-19 and the custody and co-parenting of children. Um, the courts are looking at these issues very carefully, and while the best interest standards of children are the standards that are still being applied to each and every custody case, COVID-19 presents some special uh, problems for attorneys and for people co-parenting. Thank you for listening during this time. Anybody that needs to reach out with respect to their particular custody case and how co-parenting in the COVID-19 world might affect them can call our office. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Family Law, presented by Weber Gallagher. We hope you join us next time to learn more about how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. Until then, please visit us at wglaw.com.